everybody, and welcome to Good Friends, episode 10. Volume 2. Volume 2. This is the 10th episode, which means we're drinking 40s. We're drink- As the numbers would tell you, 10 equals 40. Sitting down with some nice cold 45. Let's get that opening sound. Ooh. Here we... <sighs> Here we... I think it's a twist-off, that's why it's the openers. What? Yeah. Just try it from the other okay, side. Okay, okay. Get ready for a hot... Little bit of... Yeah. Congratulations on getting to 10 episodes. You too, bud. We couldn't have done it without each other. Yeah. And without a certain gorilla in a face mask, I like to call... Jarneth. So... Janet Alexander. Congratulations. The twist is that it's actually not even our 10th. It's past our 10th. But you know what? Whatever. Is it really? I mean, volume two, episode ten. I'll get out of here with that. The volume thing, I'm that's no lost one likes on the me. Volume thing. Also, I'm gonna say that we could have done this without Janet. Okay, I'm gonna hear that theory and say probably, probably. So. Yeah, I uh, think we can do most things without Janet. Yeah, right. But this is one thing that we want Janet to do. Uh, Janet, every single time that we want you to bring up a musical cue in this episode, we're just gonna scream your name, and you just have to replace it. So replace it with the musical cue. It's not that hard. So just a set up for this fun Colt 45 themed episode. Did you taste it yet? Oh no, this is my okay. Listeners, I'm having my first taste. Mm. Yeah. Brings back oh, memories. Oh wow. What are your thoughts? Okay, so this definitely I'm pretty sure this isn't my first 40, but there's a really good chance it's my last. Yeah? <laughs> no, it's actually kinda good, I'm kidding. Kinda tastes like gasoline, right? Yeah, it tastes like hot gasoline, but at the same time, like I don't know, you know how everyone's like, I like the smell of gasoline. Like, call me crazy. It's like yeah. kinda that. I can see the appeal of this. Kind of yeah. Yeah. You know? It's good. It gets the job it gets, gets the job done. Gets the job done. I feel like there's two types of alcohol. There's like alcohol that you like enjoy and alcohol that's just a means to an end and this, this is, is definitely means to an end alcohol end. this is Latin. we used to when i was in college this is i mean we had a very cheap friend okay <laughs> his name was rick wow on blast he was big okay sometimes we called him big rick jesus christ and because he was so cheap and didn't want to split beer he was just like let's just drink our own 40s <laughs> oh and very angrily and aggressively he would suggest that he sounds fun rick is awesome is was. Is still awesome and was awesome. Okay. Past tense. I know what happened to him. Wait, this is intense. How, why is this drink so cheap? Like, why is it so cheap to make? Because it's shitty. It doesn't have to be quality stuff. Wow, okay. Yeah. Well, I love it. I'm glad we're doing it. It feels appropriate for episode 10. And for all you beer douches out there, I don't know what would pair well with this. I don't even... I'm rolling my eyes. Close your gastropub for a second and just enjoy. Yeah, right. There's booze in there. There's booze. That counts. Let's not get so serious. <laughs> the eye roll is so extreme. It's so extreme that it's honestly giving me a headache. My eyes are rolling in the back of my head. <laughs> they you to the emergency room. People that pair beer with everything, it's like, chill out. There's no such thing as a fish that goes well with beer. Well, that's just kind of, uh, the beer pairing thing is just kind of like the craft beer people trying to... Pony up. Yeah, try, trying, to, trying to get on the wine tip. Yeah, right. You're not going to get like a beer sideways movie situation. Like, not going to happen. Oh, yeah. Beer's, beer's too heavy. Don't pair it with anything. That's my rule. That's why I'm drinking it on an empty stomach. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of tough to, I don't know, beer? Come on. Yes, it's, I don't it, get it's it. hit or miss. I can tell the different types of beer apart. Yeah. After that, dark and light. that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I can tell if something's like... Got a lot of hops in it. Yeah, totally. And I, uh, I can tell a Bud Light. Hell yeah. 
I can tell when it's just urine inside of a can. Yeah. It's called Bud Light. I can tell when it's a step above that and it's cold 45. Yeah, and just, and just a minor step. Yeah. Like, barely a hop. No, I'm into this. This feels like a really good... And I can't wait for a 45th episode when we drink five of these on air. Good, I'm glad. So for fans, something if you're look, keeping track... Something to look forward to. Something to look forward to. Hold us to it. But, you know, while we're while we're hot hotballing right now... <laughs> is that a phrase? <laughs> Spitballing. Hotballing sounds literally like a Pornhub subcategory. I want to get your thoughts on the... Uh, I need you to explain this to me because I didn't watch it. Yeah. The 2015 Grammys happened the other night. Yes, they did. The Grammys happened on Sunday. Sunday? Sunday. There was a lot of good TV on Sunday. We'll get to that later. We'll get to but, that later. Uh, yeah, the Grammys. What the happened? Grammys. What's the deal? What happened? People are mad. Back. People are mad. Kanye did something. Was it funny? Was he being serious? People are mad about something that happened between Kanye and Beck. And the only people who don't seem to have an opinion or care are Kanye and Beck. Everyone else is really intense about it. Here's the rundown. So Beck snuck his sweet little ass in with a album of the year nomination. Um, even though Twist, he did not have a new album, or I guess he did. Huh? But I never. No, I'm kidding. But I oh. never heard of it. Oh, okay. Did you? I didn't know. I mean, I saw Beck, and I was like, "That's come on." That's a yeah. Joke. I mean, look, I love Beck objectively, like super into it. Like he can do him, but I just didn't know he had an album. Like what? But to be fair, the nominees were so lame. It was like Ed Sheeran or like Shireen. Oh yeah. Ginger kid from England who like oh. plays guitar and like needs to like that's just rough. dip out. Sam Smith, don't even get me started. <laughs> oh, like the eye roll. I know, it's back. Like, hi, craft beer, Sam Smith. Wait, what's wrong with Sam Smith? He's just, so, I mean... Is it because he's so heartbroken all the time? He's very, like, No, <laughs> mm, yeah. no, no, okay. Here's, I don't have any objective problem with Sam Smith. I love that he, like, exists. And I just like that we have, like, you know, pop stars that are just, like, vo- like vocalists. Right. You know, he has, like, a great voice. Yeah, right. But he's just such a, like boardroom like nailed calculation he just like works on like every level and it's just like annoying (laughs) he's just such like a goody two-shoes he's been like so clearly like you know he's just like "Eh, eh, eh, like whatever you want labels like i'll do it (laughs) oh yeah and he's like gay but he doesn't really acknowledge it like he does but he's like his music's always in like the third person or whatever like he's all i don't know it's just like just, like, be progressive and do it. Don't be such a, like, I want everyone to buy my music. Like, ugh. Like, I mean, if can't. he feels gay enough on the inside, who, who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? But it's 2015. Sam Smith is more interesting if he ignore, if he's telling those stories. But that's just me. That's my personal opinion. I have no real ill will. I think he has an adorable smile. And <laughs> so I'll take it. But you're just, you're gel is what we're getting it down to. He took my spot. As a British vocalist. <laughs> There's only going to be one, and now he took it. So you can bet I'm going to Tanya Harding him with a nice little metal rod. But yeah, no, I have no real ill will. All right. Anyway. So the nominations for that album yeah, were pretty crappy anyway. They were crappy. Like, the Grammys are already sort of, like, whatever. Like, their relevance to me is, like, very little. But of course it was really... Like, the big one was Beyonce. Like, Beyonce's album got album of the year. But that's crazy, because her... It's so old. The video album came yeah. out in, like, 2013. It came out, like, two weeks after Grammy eligibility. So, like, it couldn't get nominated that year. That's how dumb the Grammys are. They're so bureaucratic that, like, relevance like that is meaningless to them. You know what I mean? Like, it's embarrassing I mean, to she have probably would have won if she, had, if she had, like, submitted it a little later. Yeah, if she... Maybe. But also, it's pretty impressive she got nominated on that the late? of an album one year later. That's, like, okay. a testament to so her So people momentum. aren't that mad that she got 
No, no win. one's mad that she got nominated. People were sort of mad that she didn't win. No, but that's what I'm saying. People are people are angry that she didn't win the. Uh... Sort of in like a jokey way, right? Like yeah. the Beehive, which is like Beyonce's fan base, is like really like what? Like how did she not win? And in a way, they're right because like. The Grammys rewards such a specific type of music, yeah. so it's like it's not really about artistic excellence to me. It's sort of like a popularity contest, and it's about like sales and like record stuff. So like in that context, Beyonce's album is like the most important album yeah. of the year, you know, just in terms of like, you know, how it like altered like the game or whatever. But like, I do appreciate that the Grammys do these random like swipes, like when they gave it to Arcade Fire, or, like oh yeah, even Taylor Swift, like five years ago in the gay for album of the year when like she was kind of like just a country star like they do those things and i do kind of respect it so yeah beck wins and it's like huh and like kim kardashian literally like kardashian watch 2015 every day on this podcast i'm always mentioning her she literally turns to kanye and is like and mouths who when beck wins there's a vine of it it's amazing oh no but it's also like lay like she really doesn't know she's not being like who she's like wait who like i don't know i don't listen to anything but like ciara from like 2003 so, Beck goes up, accepts his award, and Kanye goes up and is, like, about to interrupt him, but then sort of just, like, says, like, ah, forget it, and, like, steps uh, back away. Uh, uh. And it's great. It's, like, totally, like, a joke on, like, the Taylor Swift, like, VMA moment. And, like, everyone's reaction is incredible. Is everyone laughing? No, everyone's scared shitless. Like, oh, literally, okay. Jay-Z's face is like, no, no. And Beyonce's face is just like, you can see her mouth. No, Kanye. Like, literally, it's like a meteor hit Earth. But the minute you see him turn around smiling, everyone bursts into laughter. Uh, and the person with the best sense of humor about it is Beck. He's, like, so down. And that's he's, hilarious. Like, like, he's, like, telling him to come back, and he's, and he's laughing. Like, everyone's loving it. And I love it because it's, like, really light. You know, like, Kanye good. is so heavy. So it's, like, great that right. he's light. That's good to see a sense of humor. Totally, him. finally, it's because he's a father. Like literally, it's calmed down so much. I really think so. I think he's mm-hmm. had like a new stage in his life, and like he does shit like this, but it's not with the same kind of like, this is fucked up. It's yeah. more like oh, or like whatever. So it's great. Like they okay. have that moment, but then at the after party, oh, apparently, no. what made people mad is that when a reporter asked Kanye about like that moment, Kanye was like, yeah, Beck should have given his award to Beyonce. Oh. They need to start awarding real artistry. And like, okay. he says, he's like, I love Beck, but like this award should have been for Beyonce pretty much. And the internet lost their mind about it. The internet lost its mind. <sighs> All right. Janet, play some correction music. Play a gunshot over that. Grammar, please. They better make it in. Better make it in, Janet. Janet. So yeah, the internet lost its mind, as it's prone to do with Kanye. It's like a perfect confluence of things. It's about Beyonce, and it's from Kanye's mouthpiece. It's just like two things that the internet like loves. But people need to get over it. People hmm. are really annoying about Kanye, and it makes me really angry. Hmm. People are really angry. Yeah. And I don't want to like play the race card, Okay. But it's racist. Sounds like you're going to play the race <laughs> but card. I'm going to play it real quick. Here's the race card. It's low-key racist. People react to Kanye in a really intense way. Yeah. That I don't think they would if he was yeah. white. Can I say that? As a person who said snipers are cowards, can I say that? You've had some controversial takes on here. That's for sure. That's you can say sure. whatever you want. Your thoughts are your own. Right. We're just good friends. Totally. This is Good Friends Podcast. And my thoughts are my own. Why? Because I'm a human and an American. Yeah. And you know who else has those rights? Kanye. He can express whatever he wants. I think people have a an issue when he steals spotlights, though. I think people have an issue when, when he, he steals thunder. Right, but I also feel like they wouldn't have that issue if he was white. You think? Yeah, I, I do don't think, think that. So. You think if Tom York did that, 
people wouldn't think that's like super fun. I think people would be like, fucking Tom York, you're an annoying little elitist British kid. No, but I think people Get would be like, here. whoa, that's very like, what? such a cool disruptor. I really I think that. I don't know. I really think that. I don't I feel know. like people don't really know, and I'm saying this seriously, I feel like people still don't know how to react to black figures when they practice really intense acts of autonomy. And like Kanye to me is like, a disruptor and is like really confident in himself. And I do think that like the culture at large reacts in this weirdly prejudiced way, even if they don't realize what their triggers are. The language that's used to describe Kanye is like very coded and like, I believe that, that people think, I believe that what you're saying, I believe yeah, that it's they call like, him crazy. Yeah. You know? I'm sure. I'm sure that they don't call him eccentric. Like yeah, that's right. weird to me. No, you're right. Yeah. But I just think personally that, I mean, any douche who steals a spotlight like that. Yeah, sure. I get it. I do get it. I get on that level. If I didn't find the Grammy so boring... Not even that I... I I'm not even mad about Kanye or whatever. I thought yeah. it was funny when he did it the first time. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I mean, I hated it at the time because I was younger. Oh, that was like, great. In retrospect, he's so right. Like, he's so right. I mean, that's different because, like, the people choose, you know? The VMAs, I mean. Like, the kids voted. Just walking, watching watching him kind of just, like, go nuts is, like, so awesome. See, but that's the that's the language that people are when he called When he called... Uh, nuts and crazy. Like, he's not. When he, <laughs> uh, he kind of just, you know, throws aside any and all direction and just does whatever he wants. Yeah. To me, that's going nuts a little bit. I would say that's going nuts if, like... Mike Myers had been the one to say, like, George Bush doesn't like black people. I'd be like, right. whoa, Mike Myers went nuts today. On... Right. Okay. But, Fair. Okay. I'll I mean, give you that. Fair. He does do some really crazy stuff. And he it, does. But not all of it. I mean, he does. it's not just, like, a random thing. He clearly is, has a lot of opinions. And he is has very a lot emotional. of opinions. Kanye's eternal um, problem is that he's hideously inarticulate to me. Mm. That's what I think it is. I think he just can't articulate himself well. Like, when he says right, George right. Bush doesn't care about black people, like, what he means, I think, is, like, George Bush, does, George Bush doesn't care about poor people. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it's, like, that's a really real critique. And that um, was, like, a real thing. And, like, like no when how to react, like, all those, uh, and all those famous, like, Kanye West late-night talk show appearances mm. always end with, like, you'll be watching this, like, six-minute interview and the whole yeah. time... Kanye's talking. Just call, yeah, the Jimmy Kimmel moment. Yeah, right. He just keeps talking, yeah. and they give him that platform. But that to me is super subversive, and I love that. I love that this guy gets that platform. He just talks for six minutes, and no one interrupts him. That's great. You know, it's definitely entertaining. It's entertaining, but I see why it's annoying when it's like that was Beck's moment. It became Kanye's moment. That seems to be the repeating trend that I think people are getting exhausted of. But the Grammys are boring. It's funny because Beck has been around for like twenty plus years. For twenty plus years, and a lot of people are saying like. Like, who does Kanye think he is? Like, Beck plays a million instruments. And, like, Beyonce needs, like, songwriters. So, like, Beck totally deserves it. It's not about that. It's not about that. It's totally not about that. And also, Kanye has a history of giving his awards away. Side note. He's given a lot of his awards away. To people he thinks. Yeah. Like, he gave away his AMA to, like, Lil Wayne. He, like, gave away his, like, a VMA to, or a Source Award to Big Boy and, like, UKG. Like, he practices what he preaches. I love that. So yeah, the Grammys blew. Nothing interesting okay. happened. They gave all the interesting awards off screen. Hmm. Whatever. They're four hours. They're too long. I'm over it. Yeah, the Grammys kind of suck. The Grammys kind of suck. Actually, kind of, yeah. Well, that's my kind of that's my opinion for most award shows. They're kind I of mean, I, I live like for them. the Oscars. I want someone to do what Kanye does at the Oscars. Hmm. I want Marion Cotillard to be the Kanye West of the Academy Awards. Hmm. I could see. Okay, so for the Oscars, I could see like, I could see if like Denzel Washington had kissed. Some white actress, Meryl Streep, the way that oh, uh, Adrian, did, Adrian Hallie? did Hallie. I could see how people would take that totally differently. I am 
completely hearing you right now. Because that's, that's like a that's ro- so people real. think of that as like a very romantic kind of like he just yeah, swept he was, up in it. Yeah, he was just so excited. But if yeah. Denzel did it, Fox News would be like, "Wow, black aggression at its <laughs> finest!" Like Megyn <laughs> Kelly literally with a vibrator in her mouth, like, oh. "Sorry, I didn't know I was on air." Well, Denzel did it again. Man oh on fire, my indeed. God, so fucked up. It's so real. Does she do that with the vibrator? She does. Have you not seen that segment? Man, I gotta like, watch. and now time for the Megyn Kelly vibrator segment. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching. It's the last three minutes of her show. I gotta start tuning in. Mm-hmm. Got to get TiVo or gotta something. Get, gotta get <laughs> Roku. How have I been missing this? Seriously, can we get a Janet Roku partnership? Oh no! Oh, it's still going. <gasps> oh, phew, Janet up. Roku. Roku, Janet, get a Roku partnership going. Start. But that's pretty fucked up, man. Yeah, it's brutal. But great call on that. That's so real. I'm not. I don't want to be so. I feel like I've been going really. Like overly like race politics in the last few episodes. You're just mad. I'm just I'm mad as hell. I'm not gonna target anymore. Yeah, no, for real. I don't want to be dropping the race card left and right, but like, also, don't you think we, I should be dropping the race card left and right? I can't, I can't. You know, I can only sit here and call you my friend. I can't. A good friend. Yeah, I can't. Uh, you know, do what do what you want. Do what you want. Just don't piss me off. Oh, I appreciate that. This feels like a safe space. There Your you go. closet. Yeah. So yeah, those were the Grammys. I'll watch next year begrudgingly. Watch this year. To call it more racism. Yeah. Like, um, is Sam Smith actually white? Throw some water on him and make sure. Race card. That's yeah, going right. to be next year. Okay. But yeah, he won four Grammys, by the way. Did you know? Oh, my God. Mm, last Wait, last thoughts on race and the Grammys. Iggy Azalea didn't win anything. Much to, like, the surprise of, like, a public that was oh, ready to funny. scream. Yeah. She's... Yeah. Man, she's fucked, man. Ugh, it's so brutal. People are so just awful to her. I know. Now. I go back and forth on the Iggy Azalea debate. I really. She's do. annoying for she's sure. She's annoying. I don't know if she writes her own raps. Like, I don't know if she really has skill. I feel like there should be a space for her, but she just is. Like, I'm just not interested. Did you see the thing where she called out the guy from Pizza Hut? Um, wait, Papa John's. Papa John's. I want to throw myself out a window. Iggy Azalea had her identity stolen from a Papa John's pizza delivery man on Grammys night after winning nothing. Hell is other people. That is so brutal. That's why she was such a bitch to the guy, because she was mad she didn't win anything. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, Sam Smith, best new artist, please. Like, gave him no tip. Like, took yeah. a pepperoni. He was like, ah. And he was like, ooh, argu azarliar. Argu azarliar. <laughs> or to quote Azalea Baines, igloo Australia. <laughs> igloo Australia. <laughs> but yeah, so. She's crazy. That's what's up. And Rod, something that I know that's on everyone's mind, and I'm sure many of you are thinking about Someone special. Yeah. I'm, of course, talking about February 14th. What's that? Hit it. Give it to the people. Hallmark Exploitation Day. Ugh. A.K.A. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Valentine's Day, or as I call it, the Day of Scum. Look, the, li- look listeners. Yeah. We're a couple of realists here, so we know that Valentine's Day has nothing to do with you <laughs> or your loved one or joy or happiness or anything real. Has to do with chocolate, down to be honest, and cards, which are an absolute waste of human resources. Interstellar. So, <laughs> folks, we're men, and as men, we don't give a fuck about Valentine's Day. Yeah, and as an extremely manly man, I think it's <laughs> really crucial that I speak to the men out there and say, you don't even have to care about Valentine's Day because we're men. <laughs> it's true. 
so. But for real, Valentine's Day blows, whatever, yet it must be remarked upon. Because the people have questions. They do. The people have questions. They need to know what to do on a day like this. And without further ado, we bring to you our favorite Valentine's Day questions! <laughs> Alright. Welcome to this special extended Valentine's Day edition of Good Friends Podcast. Uh, we got a shitload load of questions to answer. Overflowing. So. But we're only going to answer three of them. Good Friends, when can you start urinating in front of your partner? Can I ever poop in front of him? At what point in a relationship do you discuss farting openly? Um, That's a tough one. You know, the way I look at it, we're all animals. So a little poop here and there. Okay. <laughs> look. It feels like you heard, where do I put my poop? I'm saying, like, it's just poop, man. <laughs> Everything that lives on Earth poos in some way. And that's how the cycle happens each and every day. Just look at the green, green grass and the birds up in the sky. It's all here because of poo, and now I'll tell you why. I mean, fair. Okay, look, we are animals. We are. Look, I don't... Look. <laughs> I'm not... When you're shitting, shit with the bathroom door closed. <laughs> Ideally, you're the only one in there. But it's 2015. I... I, I would still rather have the door closed while I'm taking a shit. <laughs> no, I knew guys in college who would shit with the doors open just to continue having conversations. That is unreal. That's unnecessary. Yeah. There's no reason that someone should be like, hold up. This conversation isn't important enough for me to hold shitting, <laughs> but it's definitely important enough for you me to just leave the door open so you can talk. Yeah, you just didn't want to miss the, you know, conversation. Wow, FOMO. Yeah. Ooh. Fear of missing out, yeah. Everyone's, everyone has a fear of missing out. Yeah. We mentioned FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. Well, funny we should mention that, because our producer, Janet Alexander, wrote a bomb article this week you're gonna have on to Modern Romance. You're going to have to fill me in, because I didn't... I didn't read it. It's called What's Love Got to Do with IT? Pun. It. Ooh. Get with it. Tina yeah. Turner tip. It's a really interesting article. It sort of tracks the way in which modern romance is sort of dictated by technology and the different ways in which that manifests itself and the different catalysts for it. Used to be you just go down to the bar and just pick someone. <laughs> you act like you're 55. <laughs> <laughs> Like, tell me about the Dust Bowl. <laughs> like, uh, what was it like when the wall fell? <laughs> like, Which one? <laughs> all of them. Wait. Is it not serendipitous to, like, find the one online? Is that not serendipitous? It could be, right? Yeah. Like, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like, you take one turn on a corner, you're right outside of the range. And you miss the one. You know, you so get, you like, have- yeah... Maybe you're emailing Dirty Mike 69, but you accidentally hit Dirty Mike 68. You emailed Dirty Mike 68, and he's a sweetheart. But 69 was like, ooh, send me naked pick ass. And I yeah, was right. like, ooh, let me put another note. Ooh. Oh, I mistyped it. It's like, hello? No, she's with an angel. This is Dave. I just want to get married. <laughs> Anyone there? I want to be a dad. I just want to be a dad. I'm reliable. I have good credit. Anyone out there? Yeah, right. Ooh, hello? Hey, this is Mike. <laughs> This is Sarah. 
<laughs> nice to meet you. I was just thinking, meet you. <laughs> uh, you so just yeah. got to figure out why he's called Dirty Mike 68. <laughs> yeah. Like, you sound great. Like, thanks. Dude, I'm just a normal guy. For sure. Okay, so just one last question. Like, why was it Dirty Mike 68? I don't have to answer that. No, for sure. I'm just, you're getting really defensive. I don't have to answer that. You're just getting really defensive. This user is signed off. And love just like that. Yeah. Away it blooms. Yeah. Anything else to add from Janet's? Look, at there's a lot of graphs in here. And- we can't recommend Janet's article enough because for once, it's not alarmist. I hate articles like that. Okay, third question. Yeah. And this was an intense one. How many chances do you give a past boyfriend or girlfriend before you decide, we're done here? Hmm. That's a tough one. Depends for what you're talking about, too. Uh, yeah, if they're stringing you along. Oh, what is yeah. the point in which know. you realize truth? Like, if you had a friend who was I feel like it'd be easier along, to. I feel like it'd be easier to tell than that. I mean, if you're getting strung along, I'm assuming that you're either, that you're either, like, ignoring something or choosing to ignore something. So it's more about your inner, like, the inner business. Yeah, I think so. Like, figure yourself out. Like, why are you Or just, denial? like, trying to figure out this other person's motivation. Yeah. What's their point of just stringing this along? Yes. Like, why can't they commit? I don't know. Some people are just flakes. And they have, scared, and they have fear of intimacy. Yeah. That's major. That's we're, rough. We're a divorced generation, people. Yeah. I'm not trying to get all Mark Marin on people and say it's about their parents, but it probably doesn't help. Yeah, it's like you don't want to say it's about their parents, but like at the same time, every single thing about you is sort of like the result of how you were raised. Yeah. But it's also like, do we know? Hmm. <laughs> like hard to say. So I think the answer to that question is like, hey. Cray train your kids. Cray- oh. <laughs> what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> you know, figure it out as you go. Okay, yeah, that that's better. It works. Yeah, both work. But yeah, don't be strung along. Value your time. <laughs> Just like value yourself. Yeah, don't be strung along. Don't Just... be strung along. Has it been a year and he hasn't committed or she hasn't committed? Do you want commitment? What if you don't want commitment? But if you don't want commitment, you're thriving. But guess what? That's if you really want commitment, yeah. Okay. Two people got to be on the same page about that. Yeah. Because what if one person is like, this is great. No, it's Jerry's <laughs> No commitment. Great, I'm just coasting. And the other person is like, so are we celebrating our fifth anniversary? Or right. is that just a day you're out of town? Like, yeah. where are we at? Can you just like be single and coasting together? Like an open relationship. But just not even. You want like Johnny Bravo with his like wife on a surfboard, but like they're parallel. Like. Yeah, but you're not even hooking up. You're just like lazy, and you don't. (laughs) And then you hook up with each other every once in a while, but then you don't hook up with anyone outside of that. An exclusive hookup. Yeah, but you're not. (laughs) Yeah, but you're not tied down. What about you're asking like what is that's what kind of, that kind of sounds like like a sociopath would come up with that though right it does just it some sound- girl who just fucks me for like whatever I just go over she wants to fuck I just do whatever yeah. I want she does whatever I want it's chill yeah it's a lot of that like it's not a big deal it's chill like David you're you're fifty three <laughs> you just I just want to know like are you happy like whatever it's chill like she does her thing I do mine like David you're just you get so angry you talk I don't care. You don't care. You don't care either, David. Oh. That's what happens. All right. All right, Janet. Jarness. 
Devil Tongue of the Week time. So is the Devil Tongue of the Week Harper Lee? I don't know who to give it to. It's <laughs> Harper Lee, the people manipulating her dead body. Oh my god. Like, who do we blame? What if Harper Lee is secretly uh, just using all of this as an excuse to, like, get good publicity or something? What if she's secretly not 95% blind and 100% mute? Or oh, my God, it's just playing this all up? What if Harper Lee is the Brian Williams of publishing? That's what I'm think about. <laughs> Turns out I was actually not deaf and blind. I've written eight books. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, who do we blame? The what sack if, of bones yeah. that is Harper Lee or the people taking advantage of her corpse? Probably the people taking advantage. That's where I'm at. Is my guess. Something's messed up in the Harper Lee estate because we have a new book called Go Ask the Watchmen coming out this year. And I got kind of mad because I thought they were ripping off the Watchmen. <laughs> like, this is suspiciously familiar. It's yeah. literally just the Watchmen It's just a bunch form. of blue dick. Oh, my God. From Dr. Manhattan. Well, it's actually known that... Um, Harper Lee is, I don't know, maybe this is actually like a new, like a breaking news thing for our listeners, but, um, Harper Lee is a nymphomaniac. So, <laughs> let that, let that sink in. Let that settle. Even at the ripe old age of 88? Especially at the ripe old, what does she have to do? Just get, Her teeth are gone, get, you know what that means. Get dicked out. Dick that. It's gross. Gammy is out to play. It's gross. It's not great. But nothing about Harper Lee's great right now. Her sister was her lawyer. I don't want us to get in trouble for slander. God, and honestly, we will get in trouble because I got a push notification about the new Harper Lee book. Oh, yeah? From the New York Times and from BBC America. A push notification? BBC, BBC America, really? Yeah. They were like, Harper, like, breaking news. Harper Lee to release new book for the first time in like 83 years or whatever. I mean, that's kind of cool. Breaking news? That was a big deal. What? <laughs> Look, don't sign up for the push notifications. I want real news. To me, that's real news. I'll give you real news. Did you know that the MoMA was open all weekend, 24 hours a day for the Matisse cutout exhibit? You should sign up for their uh, art and culture alerts. I can't get any more newsletters. My email inbox is already in the triple digits. So for, as someone who works in mobile alerts professionally, you're never going to Oh, my over. God. Was this, like, a glass ceiling shattering moment for the mobile alerts industry? Like, I don't know. anything I, goes. No. Uh, well, I don't know how, like, regular news alerts work. All right. Can you send a push notification to all Bleacher Report app owners that I just opened my second 45? If people, I wanted to, I to could. I'm not doing it, though. Here are the facts. Harper Lee's sister was her attorney... She guarded Harper Lee's privacy in her estate, like, with her literal life. She passes away, and a few months later, we have a new Harper Lee book for the first time. This sounds like someone taking advantage. This doesn't sound like Harper Lee, and everyone's like, Harper Lee is thrilled about the new book. It's like, can we talk to her? Like, uh, no. She can't hear you or see you. She can't hear her talk. Like, um, but we'll talk to her. What do you want us to ask? Like, uh, what does she think? Uh, we're gonna go ask her. She said she's obsessed and can't wait. Harper Lee said she's so down. Harper like, Lee said she literally can't even. <laughs> Harper Lee has been quoted as saying, oh my God, are you joking? I'm so down. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you kidding? I think this is messed up and I'm really scared. I'm still going to read the book. Yeah, are you kidding? I'm going to buy it. I can't wait. <laughs> like already on Amazon Prime. I'm going to get it like two days early. Here's the thing. Let's stop getting precious about literature. If Harper Lee is a finished book, can Homegirl just release it? What if it sucks? 
I would love if it sucked. You would love it? I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? I wish it was good. I hope it's good. <laughs> oh, you're such an optimist. Yeah. I'm a nihilist. I just want to read it for reading it. See I don't need burn. it to be good. I want to see her burn. <laughs> that was great. That was some good times. That was so fun. Well, you guys, thanks for listening. This week we're doing a break in tradition. We're not doing a good friend of the week. Um, but we are going to dedicate this episode to New York Times media columnist David Carr, who tragically died last night or on Thursday, depending on when you hear this. And we're really sad about it over here at the Good Friends podcast. So I didn't know you were going to do that. I wouldn't have laughed. <laughs> You're going to hell anyway, so what are you trying to protect? But for so, real. Thank you guys so much. Steve Carr, <laughs> David, David Carr. Carr. <laughs> <My> Sorry. <laughs> David Carr, you, you will clearly, be missed. You will be missed clearly by both of us. But for real, he's great. Goodbye. You're a good friend. He's the good friend of a Good Friends podcast. It's true. And thanks, you guys, for listening. Have an awesome Valentine's Day, but also don't take it seriously because it's a garbage day. Get to work, Janet. It's Saturday. Garbage day is not until Thursday. Oh, my God. Get to work, Janet. Yeah, Janet. Start doing some actual work. Janet, get to work. Put down your headphones. Put down the vibrator. For one second, if you can. And let's do it to it. Let's do it to it. (sighs) Get a little time for the child within you Don't be afraid to be young and free Up to the locks and throw away the keys And take off your shoes and socks and